Hey man, welcome to another podcast, another peer-to-peer podcast. I am your host, the one and only Agent Zero. Today I'm here with Legend of Winning, aka Lo. Mm. And uh, welcome back to the podcast, fellas. If you guys are watching on YouTube, you see the video and you're probably really confused. If you're watching on other platforms, hey, hey, Apple Podcast people, thanks for showing love, man. We did hit a thousand five stars, so we really do appreciate that. Um, but we're slowly losing our minds, guys, during this time of lockdown. And so I've taken up some new hobbies. Were you working at Walmart now? Oh, yeah. So first of all, yes, this is back in the day when I used to work at Walmart. I lied. Well, I I'm just saying, nope, you never said it before. <laughs> no, I never did. I, I didn't even apply, actually, because I thought I was above that. <laughs> I'm the not. superiority <laughs> complex. Elitism, baby. Elitism. I'm playing. I, I, asked, I tried to apply for Wonderland, and Wonderland's worse than Walmart. So Is it? What is that? Remember the theme park? Oh, oh yeah, worst conditions. They have you out in the sun for hours selling dipping dots and shit. Yeah, anyway, so, uh, you know, I've been learning how to... I just want to... I want you guys to see my form real quick, YouTube viewers. What are you doing, yo? I don't care about the plaque. Okay, so doing. ideally... Let me just stand up, actually. Ideally... You want to move the mic to your, to your face? You know it's... Let me get the mic real quick. Ideally, you want your form to be a little bit like this. You want it to like your ear, though. You peep that? And then, and then when you let go... You're st- Supposed to, your, your arm is gonna go. It's like a follow through. It's kind of like basketball. Um, don't worry about the wall. We'll we'll paint it eventually. <laughs> oh my god! But it's massive, man. I bought this when I was really bored, like two months ago with Walid. We walked into a Dick Sporting Goods and we fucking fell in love. I mean, like in true love. And uh, Walid was looking at crossbows and guns, and I was looking at bow and arrows. And it looks like we have acquired what we have desired. And uh, I'm here to let you guys know that in a time where you're probably bored at home. Pick up some, um, Pick up some, some hobbies. hobbies. Pick up some hobbies, man. Pick up some hobbies. You know, start a podcast. Um, uh, maybe do some archery. You know what I'm talking about? Facts. Get into cinematography, some videography, some Facts. nature, like some just some just some chill shit you can do by yourself. Facts. With your phone, ain't had to be with an expensive camera. With your phone. As you say, phone. Let me make sure my phone doesn't vibrate. Mm, okay. Now I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't know what to do with this now. Yeah, I don't know why. All right, Lo, take us away. <laughs> Would you? Um, yeah, man, we got we actually have a lot of things to talk about today, so hopefully we can uh, we? fill it up. Oh shit, yeah, we got a lot cool. of stuff. That but means it's gonna be a good podcast. Fast. First of all, the fact it's that we always. haven't acknowledged what's on your head is crazy. Part half of the time, <laughs> I, I forget that it's on my head. But let me let me take the wave cap off. You know, get the, trying to get the waves in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, where's your brush? You know what I'm saying, but you know, you just sometimes you just you do like, it by hand. Sometimes you just go up by hand. You know what I'm saying? Whoa! <laughs> oh man, for those of you not watching on YouTube, Jeez. you just missed out on a moment. Um, the long story short of the of the fucking yellow ball on his head. <laughs> Jeez. The long story short is Davis keeps coming to the house and almost breaking our things with that ball. So Lo took it on himself to, <laughs> to walk to the kitchen, grab the biggest knife available, and just slice the ball. And so he decided um, the head, your head, is the best location. And it, I'm not going to lie to you. It looks real good, especially when you do that little do the pose real quick. Come on now, man. Stop fucking playing with him. Stop playing with me, bro. Stop playing with him, man. Stop playing with me, bro. I bet I see no other YouTubers still my, I'm, you know. <laughs> I'm calling out YouTubers and y'all start stealing my flow, bro. My, oh my god, my drip. You know what I'm saying, yo, that, yo. Listen, anybody man. else start stealing my drip, 
Hit me up, bro. Some of y'all be doing it anyway. I see y'all, peep y'all, good looks. Hey, where's your old like uh, Walmart gear? Do you have that still? Yeah, it's probably at my uh, my dude's house. Mm. You should get it, man. We could both be workers. No, I'm not. I'm not wearing that. When you work at Walmart for as long as I did, this thing is hot. So I'm gonna take this off. Uh, <laughs> when you work at Walmart as long as I did, yeah, it's it's a no go. You don't want to be reminded of that that part of your. Uh, your, your life, life again Yeah you know? we're not feeling on that Like when um, you're working a, At a uh, What's it called Working a sausage factory And you figure out how Sausages make that. Oh yeah Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, I, yeah you don't wanna It's not the vibe It's not the vibe Nah that's, that's That goes without saying man Yeah so I don't even wanna But I'm gonna use this For a video at some point That's why I haven't You know what I do I know for a fact I have Maybe even downstairs I should've talked about this When we got on the pod Oh I can't even Sorry keep going What I was gonna say the video idea But Yeah Can't Don't say the video ideas <sighs> No video ideas being said, you know, because people they run with it. Um, no, I got the, I got Walmart buttons downstairs. What like pins? Yeah, when you do a good job, they give you pins. Oh shit! Please, I'm I want to add it to this. I want to add it to this. I have a lot of them actually. Oh, you probably were a great oh, employee. I was, I was a great employee. <laughs> I probably have at bare minimum like five. If it's if it's in the thing, I, if it's in my drawers, I can go get it real quick. But uh, word, yeah. So um, a lot of things to discuss. Um, where, I, where should we start? I think man? the first. Uh, I think the first thing on the um itinerary, itinerary, right? Yeah, it's itinerary like is the uh, you want you want to tackle the um the TW OT cancellation. Yeah, start it off, man. You want we? Okay, I always have to ask this question. So we, I'm doing serious. Or you just making jokes first? I mean, you can go either way. <laughs> um. I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna be positive, Perry. Because I've wow. been now, because I've been being told that you know people think that I be negative or I troll too much. Mm. So let me let me be let me be positive. Wait, pause. Perry. Did you did so? Did you really take that criticism constructively? I didn't take it that constructively. But then when somebody else told me, I was like, all right. So let me let me be positive, Perry. You know, or what I'm not. You know what? I've been having a problem recently, and it's that I'm around too many stubborn people because I'm around people like me. You know what I mean? But it's so frustrating speaking to stubborn people. Because they don't, they always think they're right, you know. Okay. Um, and so it's been real frustrating. Like I'm, I could tell you something about you, and it's something that I believe to be true. And even if you heard it from three or four people, you still think you're correct. Now, to a certain extent, you kind of have to be like that delusional to to go through the rough times. Uh-huh, okay. Because you're like, ah, fuck it, I'm gonna do it anyway. Everyone says I'm bad at YouTube. Fuck it. And then that's everyone said that about me, but I was delusional enough to keep working. But I've been trying to like scale back on the delusion a little mm-hmm. bit. You know, I was ranked top delusional in, in our friend group. Everyone said I was the most delusional. And I was like, are you sure? Because I don't know. He's been saying crazy stuff that we all disagree with all day. And, um, and that's part of your delusion that you just deny. Maybe it, it is. Maybe it is. And so no, I'm trying is. to find the line of I like, I don't know if you, I don't know if you top delusion. Maybe I don't know. I don't think friend. I'm top neither. I don't know. I, don't I, know know I am though. I'm self aware enough to know that you could tell me something, mm-hmm. and if I have other facts, there's nothing you could say to convince me otherwise. Yeah. But that attitude is kind of like annoying to deal with at a certain point because I know that because I deal with people that do that, mm-hmm. and it's like, bro, it's so fucking exhausting. Give it up. Like clearly, you're incorrect. But then let's work on trying to be correct. I get it. Word. So like like when we told you, you're you're a little delusional too. You know, a healthy amount of delusion. Uh, like you think you could beat me in a foot race? That's delusional. But I, I think at least with my delusion, like once I'll, I'll stop and I'll really contemplate it, and then I'll come to where I'm at. Word, right now. yeah. So I've been, I'm just trying to like implore people to do that a little bit more because it's kind of tired. Because then you end up going in circles over and over and over again because mm. you think you're right and they think they're right. And sometimes I had to be like, oh, okay, I am wrong. I've been catching myself doing. You, you catch me doing that recently? No, I have not. Seriously, <laughs> I've been trying so hard to do that. 
I've been trying so hard to find when I'm wrong when I think I'm right. Like, bro, are they like, let's let's explore their theory about me. And I'll go through the facts. And 80% of the time, you're still wrong. I had the right facts. But some of the time, I'll have to sit there and be like, especially when you hear from a lot of different people, I'll be like, hey, man, I'm going to have to take your word on that. That's something I have to get better at. Anyway, we got to get to this OT thing because you're just all over the place. I don't know how we got there, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. I'm glad I said that. Um, Start us off, man. So, uh, yeah, over time, you got the uh, tweets? No. I, I, I got those. have tweets? I got, I, I got oh, the okay. tweets. Um, for those of you who don't know, Overtime is a sporting network that covers... They cover most all sports. kind of athletics. Yeah, all type of athletics, but they're definitely known for their coverage on basketball, the NBA, um, high school, college hoops, and stuff like that. And they've been trying to recently extend their brand out to the uh, gaming community. And obviously, when it comes to basketball, the biggest gaming, really, probably the only really <laughs> um, basketball gaming, um, well, the basketball game out there is 2K and. One of the uh, people they hit up with and they linked with was TW. And mm. for those of you in the 2K community, y'all know, but briefly, TW is just a conglomerate of uh, NBA 2K content creators that got together with Hollywood, Cole, T-Jack, um, Hank the Tank, and Breeze. Mm. So they got together late last year, around November, December. Got together and had a, a really big rollout. I was actually... Um, I was happy because I was like, oh, man, this is this seems like this is going to be the next step in content creation, having platforms kind of kind of get together. And that was December. Drop some videos. I will. I'll definitely give my take on the videos. But that dropped in December. Here we are now in late March. And the partnership has now concluded. Mm, it's been dissolved. Dissolved. Um, team witness. Uh, not witness. Um, are you going to read the fucking statement? I just want to I'm going to read two things. I, I think feel like it's, it's kind of mm. telling what they said. Um, Overtime Who's saying this? Overtime Overtime said this uh, Team Witness joined Overtime family in December of last year In an effort to launch our expansion into the gaming community With the focus of basketball Due to the barriers with uh, Due to the barriers we ran into creating content for the team And those uh, And those barriers been exhausted And every possibility to overcome them We have uh, made a tough decision to part ways Cole, Hank, um, Breeze, da 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 Um this is the part that I didn't. I I have a hard time believing. Um, we would like to wish all of them well and best on their best efforts. You don't believe that? No. Uh, <laughs> on their on their best. Um, we will, <laughs> we would like to wish them all the best on their next journey, and we will be diligently helping them through their path forward. I highly doubt that would be true. Um, all right, that's just like a generic statement. Very generic, but I don't think I don't know if they'll be spending that much uh, money and effort trying to help them through the next or rough patch. Um, I didn't really think about it, but it's definitely like the worst way to possibly in in the um, in some type of business uh, endeavor at this point because of the whole virus and everybody losing a lot of money out. But positive, I do want to give a shout out to Overtime because in in a world in the industry, especially, but in a world where media consumption is changing, you have to be ahead of the game, and there's a lot of um, media. Um, media companies out there that are still hesitant in, in many regards and they're not willing to give uh, the opportunity a chance to a lot of YouTubers and content creators on the internet, a platform, and they, they went out there where they do that. And so I, 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 definitely, I definitely applaud them in those regards. And they were like progressive because there's not like, there's plenty of like online media companies like BuzzFeed, Ball is Life, yeah, that's yeah. been like growing in popularity, but they took a dive into something that was out of their ballpark because they saw some potential there. Mm -hmm. um, and that's admirable. 
mm-hmm. even though it seems as though they've absolutely whiffed yeah. um, and wasted a lot of money. It is admirable that they did that. And I could see the bleacher reports of the world and all of the similar relevant companies at least looking into yeah. it now, mm-hmm. regardless of whether, even though the, the OT thing didn't work out with TW, I can see him looking into it more because they're like, oh, hold on now. Because you have to pay attention to what's going on around you. Yeah. And I know without a doubt that not only did they acquire TW, but they also acquired another org called Evade. Mm-hmm. And that was like a couple months after the TW announcement. So they were doing it pretty aggressively. It is quite unfortunate that, you know, the Roni started to kick it and um, it kind of threw a lot of people's plans out the window. Yeah. But um, I hope they I hope companies like that continue to explore creative options to diversify, grow and make money, because anytime I come across a brand that allows me creativity or comes to me with a creative idea, mm-hmm. it's always the most amazing partnership. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all. So, yeah. And, and like you said, it's not just um, over time, but also like Bleach Report and the House yeah. of Highlights. They've been. Um, Collaborating, uh, collaborating with a lot of other content creators on the platform and you know, on Instagram, and you can kind of see it growing into where I, I feel like media is definitely going anyway. Um, so yeah, huge shout out to Overtime for in, in, in positive remarks. Then when it comes to TW, again, huge shout out to them because I feel like um, in, in in a space where again the internet is kind of consuming media, there's no real blueprint. Everything is relatively new. And to have an idea of getting a lot of other content creators together and trying to build something of value, trying to push that forward. Because again, it's not like anything that is being done right now or anything that's new that's happening has been really more or less attempted by anybody else. To to some extent, we may be copying what somebody may have done, what we see um, and deem as successful. But for the most part, New barriers are being broken down every single year, and I, I just give a huge shout out to, to uh, TW because, at a point where they could have just been complacent with their status in the community, they tried to take a step forward. Yeah, I them for that. I, I I recognize what you're saying, yeah. but also it's always it's not always a step forward just because you're doing something new. Fair, fair enough, but that's why I also applaud them because there was risk that could be taken, and yeah. you have to take that risk and. At the end of the day, because T-Jack said this, you know, you um, you just learn from the mistakes and stuff like that. And the reality is other content creators are going to learn from their mistakes and won't have to make those same mistakes. So I do believe it still should be acknowledged that they are the ones who had to make the mistakes first for everybody else to kind of learn. That's I don't want to um, overlook that that impact. And so, yeah, I always applaud them. Sure. I applaud with everything they're doing. Um, so now <laughs> we can get to the negative side. Mm. My my thought process on it and and everything that was being said from the content creator side on TW is that they were saying that they'll never work for a boss again, et cetera, et cetera. That's what, that's what they said on Twitter. They made it seem like the crux of the conflict was the fact that they had a boss and they mm-hmm. preferred to be self-managed. And the reason why, to me, that, that hit home, not only as a content creator, but also because as I was looking at the content that was being put up on the overtime um, TW YouTube page, it looks like content that no YouTuber would actually Yeah, create. it had to have been some industry plant exactly. that thought of that idea. But then to not allow the creatives creative control is what kind of shot it in the foot because they know what's going to perform for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, at least if you're really good, you can get a vibe because you never really know, but you can get an idea. Yeah. And the best people have good ideas of what's going to work. Um, but yeah, you could tell, like, I don't know, the at the end of the... So, okay, I'm going to let you talk before I get my opinion. Well, I... I 
see how and so being I don't want to be too too negative, but in this, in the sense of like well overtime, I applaud them for going out of their way and trying to build that brand and extend themselves in that in those regards. But like you said, there's a reason why you got the content creators. They are the ones who create the content and then you will also uploading the content on a platform that they already understand and recognize what's going to work and what's True. going to trend. So I don't understand why that that wouldn't why they wouldn't do that. And in the same I mean, not not in, in, you know, not giving away too much information, but the same thing happened to me as well, where I was dealing with a major corporation and I was trying to create content. And for whatever reason, they felt it necessary to have their input on the content. And it's like, yeah, you don't have to Word. And then what ended up happening is the video ended up being a phenomenal and fantastic idea. And it was just wasted because instead of them just accepting the content and just uploading it and pushing forward, they ended up kept trying to make editing notes and it kind of just blew an opportunity. But the reason they do that to play devil's advocate is mm-hmm. because they've probably got burned before giving someone full Fair of enough. creative control Fair enough. and they completely punted the opportunity. Fair enough. Um, which I, I, I wholeheartedly agree on. And which is why I, I now have to be negative about TW. Mm. It's not really negative. Though. Not really negative. Nah. Like, like, like T-Jack said, and I wholeheartedly agree where you have to just learn from the mistakes. And even on one of the videos where um, Hank was, it was like it was a like almost like they did a skit of it. Which one are you talking about? Where I think it was like maybe the second video they uploaded where Hank on the was TW like, channel. Yeah. Okay. Where Hank was like, oh, I don't know if I really want to sign this or not because. Oh yeah, Jesus. <laughs> See, we we were laughing at that, but what if what if that was actually a real thing and they had to just recreate that? Like, what if Hank was really hesitant to sign something because he felt like. I get because dra- if, dramatizing if were, mm-hmm. a potential conflict because what they were trying to do was create like a reality TV show yeah. with a bunch of gamers, but they wanted to convert those gamers into lifestyle people yeah. without first making sure that they had the capability of being that. Mm-hmm. Right. So even now that I'm starting my second channel, I'm fully like last night. No, not last night. The night before I was just auditing myself. Like what kind of content would I be good at? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like there's sometimes where I will take risks, like maybe try some skit shit, see if I'm funny. Yeah. I could be very unfunny and have no talent whatsoever when it comes to that. You know, right. But I mean, maybe, right. No. I'm- okay. But, Maybe. I'm, being a, I'm being a good friend. You're not. <laughs> but maybe. <laughs> Let me be delusional. Um, so in, in that situation, they should have first audited all the people in TW to see if they could agreed. be lifestyle people. Agreed, agreed. Because in the trailer, none of it looked natural. It was clear that they just hired a, a bunch of women. Um, and then they just, like, they were coming out of a jet. Like, they were boating. They had this huge mansion. They're trying to, like, that's a very expensive game to play mm-hmm. to make it seem like you have... All of life's luxuries at your doorstep. Yeah. Very expensive game is why a lot of rappers that try and play that, especially before they start to make a lot of money, go broke real quick. Yeah. Because it costs money to do that. So that means you're, you don't have to do that. You don't have to. Sure, there's plenty of people that play that role. Like they have a lot of money and their content is about the things they do with their money. But I don't know why they thought that that would be a successful strategy for what they were trying with TW. That's the only thing I don't understand. But so, uh, I, so then I would counter that. Well, not even the counter, but just ask you. Do you think that, because I'm, I'm assuming, again, I don't think TW made that call, I think, overtime. No, they didn't. Call. They didn't. Yeah. So that, this, is, this is my full opinion. Yeah. You can't blame the TW guys. They can only do what they're capable of. So if, like, Hank is a horrible actor, but you're telling him to dramatize a scene, Agreed. then he's going to do horrible acting. Yeah. He doesn't have a previous experience. I don't know what they expected. But what I think overtime thought was going to happen was they were going to hire somebody, the manager. Mm-hmm. And the manager, ideally... Is going to be the one that takes care of things. Mm-hmm. Make sure videos get uploaded on time. That the content is A1. 
But you have to, if you're going to hire someone for that role, make sure it's someone that's incredibly experienced. Yeah. A lot of the time, the error is in who you hired. Because if that guy doesn't know what he's doing or isn't very comfortable with content creation in general, then there's no way the team is successful. Agreed. So I think that's where they, I, you can't even blame the people in the group. You, you could blame the guy who had the creative direction and him not being knowledgeable enough to execute on the strengths of the people in the group at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So, for example, with the A&P stuff we do, there's plenty of stuff that we know what our strengths are mm-hmm. and we know what our weaknesses are. We play to our strengths. When mm-hmm. we do our videos, we do the things we think is going to end up being the best possible content. But if you don't even do that analysis off the rip, then you're just guessing. Mm-hmm. And, and so, I mean, that on top of whoever fucking planned that launch strategy. Um, it was horrible. Yeah, because everyone see, knew it was fake and it diminished their... Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Credibility. Yes. But see, I don't know if... if See, I don't think that right there was overtime. I think that was CW who did that. I don't think so. So you think I overtime think, had that? So I was... So no, like, I don't... I don't, I, I don't. Two months ago, I had like a list of um, things that I thought would bring in views. Mm-hmm. Like the things YouTubers generally do that work that bring in views. Yeah. And at the very top of the list, number one was drama. Yeah. The problem with drama is if you have it too much, it can be negative. Mm-hmm. But if you have a healthy dose of it, it gets people excited. Yeah. Um... But it has to feel natural, right? When was the last time I got in like a serious conflict? Very, very long time ago. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't, maybe like the Ronnie 2K stuff. And people love that. Yeah. But that was natural. People knew there was some conflict there. And there was a lot that wasn't being said. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of intrigue. So I think that's what they realized is that drama works. So then drama works. Can you imagine if me and Willie just had like a fake fight? You would know. Yeah. If we had a fake fight just to bring in views. You would know. Yeah. And so when I was doing the analyses, I came up with like nine different things. And I, I do them in my regular brainstorming sessions. It was like two hours into it and I was just killing it. I was in the zone focus. Drama was number one. What's going to bring in views? Drama. And there's people that play towards that mm-hmm. incredibly successfully. Mm-hmm. But the way TW executed, um, not only did they announce in their videos the actual announcement of being a part of Overtime mm-hmm. at the end of the video, but... It was preceded by a whole lot of slow explanation in which it was plenty of time for people to click away. So in my mind, I'm like, I don't know why they would launch like that. Because when you see the launch of really anything new, you want to do it at the beginning of a video and you want to just give people a very good reason to want to be there. So when I was promoting A&P, keep in mind, we're all different people. So we had Mm -hmm. like, yo, just promote it the way you think is going to work. And the way that I thought it was going to work was I wanted to tell people why they should be there. Mm. You don't want to see me punch Davis? Who the fuck would not want to see me box him? That's good intrigue. And so whichever strategy you end up going with, at the end of the day, you want to make sure this can give you the best odds to be successful. And their strategy was not only poorly planned, but poorly executed. And because a lot of people couldn't immediately tell it was fake, they were bamboozled. And anytime somebody feels bamboozled, they lose a little bit of trust. And with your audience, you have to have trust. Because the second people start to lose that trust... Their, I don't want to say fandom, but their interest in you fades. Yeah. Because they don't think you're real anymore. There's mm-hmm. a content creator that I, I loved watching. I still love watching them. But they did, you know, those like cell phone things call me and they like, um, where you can call a cell phone and that cell phone. So hundreds of people, it's basically like an email list, but for your phone. Okay. And plenty of content creators do it. But there was one company that a YouTuber I watched worked with where it sent all of those numbers that people followed them on. Mm-hmm. And keep in mind, you can like send push notifications okay, through text. Yeah, yeah. It sent it to a whole bunch of, um, what do you call those people? Commercial callers? Telemarketers. Telemarketers. 
And so the whole comment section was spammed with, yo, why did you leak our numbers? In reality, it wasn't the YouTuber's fault. They just trusted the wrong company. Maybe they should have done some more due diligence, sure. Yeah. But it burnt them and some trust was lost there. Yeah. And so it's like, you don't want to lose too much mm-hmm. because then it's, it's going to be, first of all, trust is a hard thing to earn back. Yeah. Because once, once someone believes something about you, especially online where they barely, like, you know, no, you, yeah. they only know what you tell them. Yeah. Once they lose a little bit of trust, good luck winning it back. Yeah. Very good luck. And the only person I've seen that do that incredibly successfully was Soluminati when he bailed on the Cash 1v1 and then lost a ton of subs. And then the next day got them all back. That was the most miraculous thing I've seen ever. But that's one of the rare situations where it didn't matter. So to explain what, what he's saying, what, what the, the launch was, TW... All the um, content creators on their own separate channels faked a beef with one another and act like they were going to have a falling out. And then towards the very end of the video, they were like, oh, no, we're going to get back together. But this time when we get back together, we're going to join Overtime. So and that's how they launched Overtime. But it was like obviously bad acting. Yeah, it was was terrible, like really, really bad. So it was obvious to I, I hope most people, but some people truly didn't know. And when they found out that it was just planned, Mm -hmm. they felt like cheated. So. Part I don't want to get too much into the um, nuances of it, but I I feel like I thought when when I when when I was watching it, especially because again I I'm a YouTuber, so I have an eye for it. I thought it was just they were memeing it. Like I thought it was just a meme. Me too. At first, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought it was an actual meme. I didn't think that people was actually going to take it all that serious. But uh, I understand what you're saying. But this is the reason why I do believe that there there is some blame on TW and why I don't want to go like too crazy. But like again, like TJ talking about said, the people right now. Yeah. Okay. Where like TJ said, where you just have to learn. And I feel the same way when, like, when rap artists sign deals and, like, you get kind of messed over. Like, I get it. But, like, if you kind of, you have to do, like, a certain level of due diligence before you get into some type of contractual obligation. And so yeah, agree. You, need to, you need to just start asking questions and stuff like that. And maybe just because that's how I'm raised and that's because I'm around you and Davis and everybody else who I'm around. We're, we're, tr- we're trying our hardest to be completely aware of that because not only are we trying to not compromise ourselves, but we don't want to become a bad representation of who we're trying to present ourselves True. to be in the community. So we don't want to leave a bad taste in whatever company's mouth from a 2K perspective or NBA perspective or whatever. Mm-hmm. So whenever we try to execute something, we can do it. To our full, we can commit to it fully, and if it works, it works. If it doesn't, we can fully assess ourselves. Word. But now, what they did because they allowed somebody else to have full control um, of the content and how it's going to be created, they may not be able. A, they should never. You should never, ever, ever. Let me, let me, let me say this. Drop a gem, low. Drop a gem. Mm. I, and and trust me, we said this before about the sponsorships. Like if you are if you're functioning at that point in time. Without that bag, as great as a bag may be, and it may be a, an amazing bag, just like all of the T, TW content creators said on Twitter, they were much, they would much rather just be their own boss and have control of the content that they create rather than the bag itself. Because at the end of the day, when you fail, there's absolutely no takeaway from it because you folded under the pressure and allowed somebody else to make the decisions for the content that you create. And as a creator on YouTube, at the end of the day, that's something that you should be proud of at bare minimum, regardless of the money, regardless of the subs, regardless of the viewership, the content that you spend your time on creating an idea, constructing it and executing it. That is something that you should always be proud of. If you're not, then you're at the, you're def, 
you're definitely never, ever, 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 ever going to enjoy yourself on YouTube. Word. If you do not enjoy the content that you're creating. So the fact that they even put themselves in that situation to allow somebody else to create the content, especially when the content, it should have been understood that the content wasn't going to work on, on YouTube. But, okay, so this is the thing. Companies have an, an crazy appeal to absolutely and 100% bamboozle you. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like labels. Like, mm-hmm. they told them, yo, you're going to live in a mansion you wouldn't even dream of touching. Agreed. You can make it. You can make this money. You can make these videos. You can be around these people. I could. I know one hundred percent without knowing mm-hmm. that they promised them contacts with all kinds of very that. valuable yeah. people and access. I get it. So when you don't have any of those things or most of those things, it could be very appealing to just say yes, especially if at, in the moment you're down bad. I get it. I'm not saying they were, but I'm saying especially, especially in the case of like rappers, like yeah. making the stallion situation. She didn't have nothing. So when a company came and offered to take, give her a slave deal, she didn't read too much into it. She just knew it was an opportunity and signed off. But it's like, you do have to read into it. Exactly. Because 